0: Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions. <laughs> من يهدي الله فهو المهتد ومن يضلل فلن تجد له وليا مرشدا وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له له الملك وله الحمد يحيي ويميت وهو على كل شيء قدير وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله وخليله ارسله الله سبحانه وتعالى بدين الهدى ليخرج الناس من الظلمات إلى النور and Dear brothers and sisters assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh this month in our calendar in the muslim calendar it's the month of rabi' al-awwal and this month of rabi' al-awwal is the month where the prophet sallallahu was born and he was born on according to the most of the narrations on the 12th of Rabi al And it was called the Amul, the day the year of the elephants, when al Ashram came and tried to destroy al kaaba So the Prophet وسلم, was born in this month. On the twelfth Rabi al which will be today or tomorrow depending on what kind of calendar you follow, which moon sighting you follow. And in this day <coughs> you will find the Muslims will be going enjoying that day, celebrating that day, the, Mawlid the birth of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi That's the day where the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi was born. That's the day when Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala chose to go and create Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, who after 40 years later, is going to carry the banner of Islam, the banner of light, and give it to us, give it to all mankind to take mankind out to darknesses to light. That's Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I'm not going to discuss whether it's halal or haram, celebration and not celebration. That's not the point to, to discuss it now. The point that I want to go on and present it is Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, lived 63 years. He lived in Mecca. He lived in Al-Medina he lived, the Sahaba around him, lived with him the Sahaba lived with him day and night and they used to watch him they used to see what he's doing he used to be their teacher, he's their leader he's their prophet the Sahaba they looked at the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi as example to follow they looked at him as someone that they say we obey we listen and we obey. We listen and we obey. I want to just to take you to some of the incidents that shows the love to the Prophet ﷺ. And when we say love, the word love of the Prophet ﷺ means that when you love someone, you just not a word that you utter in your mouth. It's not just words that we say. It's not just something that we go and show but we don't reflect on it. We don't reflect on it. We love our mothers. We love our wives. We love our fathers. We love our brothers. We love them. But when the time comes, when the time comes and we let them down, they will tell you this is not the true love. You don't love me. I told you to do so. And it's not haram and you do not do it. You don't love me. These are words that you will hear. These are words that we hear. How about the love of the Prophet? The one who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent him as guidance for us and mercy to mankind. Let's look at the sahaba, how they understood what this means. And then let's reflect on our reality. Umar bin al-Khattab, radiyallahu anhu, this is narrated all in the books of Seerah and the books of Hadith. He came to the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and he said, أنت أَحَبَّ إِلَيَّ مِن كُلِّ شيء إِلَّا مِن نَفْسِي أَلَّتِي بَيْنَ جَنْبَيْ You are the most beloved to me except my soul. I love myself more than you. فَقَالَ النَّبِي صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ لَنْ يُؤْمِنَ أَحَدُكُمْ حَتَّى أَكُونَ أَحَبَّ No one will be a true believer until the Prophet becomes his love. The love of the Prophet becomes more than loving ourselves. Then Umar رضي الله عنه, look at his understanding, how he understood this. He said, وَالَّذِي أَنزَلَ عَلَيْكَ الْكِتَابِ By the one who descended and sent the book on you. You are more beloved to me than my soul, than myself. That was the response of Umar al-Khattab, and the Prophet sallallahu responded right away and he said, Al-Ana ya Umar, now Umar, now your deen is complete, now your iman is complete. Because the Prophet sallallahu the love of the Prophet sallallahu is above the love of everything. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran reminds us and says, بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل ان كنتم تحبون الله فاتبعوني يحببكم الله ويغفر لك ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم والله غفور رحيم قل ان كنتم تحبون الله say Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala is asking us when the prophets sallallahu alayhi wa if you say that we love Allah Subhanahu wa then fattabi'uni then follow me. Follow the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. يُحْبِبْكُمُ اللَّهِ Allah will love you. Allah will like you. وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ And he will forgive your deeds, your misdeeds. He will forgive your sins. وَاللَّهُ غَفُونُ رَحِيمُ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most merciful. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa commanded us, commands us. To love him. And he says, The Prophet ﷺ says that no one will have the complete iman until the love of the Prophet ﷺ is more than the love of the walad the love of the son. And his father and his mother, أجمعين, and the whole people. That's the level of the Prophet وسلم, where it should be. That's where it should be. That's the level. But what does it mean? A man came to the Prophet وسلم, and he said, mata Ya Rasulullah mata الساعة? O Prophet of Allah, when is the hour? When is the final hour? Wow, when you, what did you have prepared for it? Well, I only prepared for it that I love Allah and his messenger Then the Prophet وسلم, he said, you will be gathered with the one that you love That's the love of the Prophet But remember this man did not come, and he said that I love the Prophet sallallahu alaihi and then he was doing haram, and he was not obeying the Prophet sallallahu alaihi and just the word that he uttered, uttering that word, that I love you, O Rasulullah. This is all what I have prepared for the <clears throat> final hour, just loving the Prophet sallallahu alaihi but doing actions that are Haram, not obeying the Prophet, وسلم, not obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this is not what the hadith says. Because the love of the Prophet وسلم, it's actions. It's words but it's actions that we do. It's a word that we utter and then the proof on us whether this is a true word or we're lying. Whether our actions go and follow what we say or our actions the opposite. It's important to understand that it doesn't seem just when if I say I love you Rasulullah then I am, I will be with the Prophet Sallallahu in the Day of Judgment. The love requires the actions and the actions are following the sunnah, following the method of Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, following the life of the Prophet Ibn Rajab الله. He says about Alaihi he says it's from Usulul Iman. It's from, from the basics, the roots, and the foundations of the iman is the love of the Prophet. And it's comparable to the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala combined them together. When he said, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, كلٍ كان وإخوانكم وعشيرتكم وأموالٌ كسادها من الله ورسوله في سبيله. Say, if your parents, or your sons, your daughters, your family, and your brothers, and your wives, spouses, and your family, your tribe. And the money that you have gathered, and the business that you do, and houses that you are afraid of losing. If they were, if you love them more, the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger, and fighting for Sabirilla, then wait for the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah says here. Linking the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with the love of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi And saying, if you love this dunya more than that, more than the Prophet sallallahu alayhi more than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then wait. But what's this love of our parents, our, our uh, kids, our spouses, the uh, wealth, the houses, the business? This is our dunya that we live. We live in this dunya for that. So if that takes a priority and moves us away from the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and love of the messenger, then we're doing something wrong. If we say that we love the Prophet sallallahu but my family is occupying all my time, and my parents are occupying all my time, and my business is occupying my time, and everything in this dunya is occupying my time, I'm not showing the obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger, and there is something wrong with the word that I utter. At tabarani says that Aisha, radiallahu anha, narrated that رجل, a man came to the Prophet, sallallahu oh, Prophet of Allah, I love you more than I love my soul. and I love you more than my son. and Imagine how the sahaba, the love of the Prophet. وسلم, those are the ones who, who followed the Prophet and everything when he commanded them and when the ayat were revealed for the rules of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what to do and what not to do and how to live their life, they will obey and listen right away. This man is sitting at home and whenever he feels that he wants to see the Prophet, وسلم, he feels the love of the Prophet, وسلم, he's at home. Then he cannot wait to see the Prophet sallallahu wa Then he says, when I come and see you, وإذا ذكرت, وإذا ذكرت موتي, and when I remember my death, وموتك, and your death, this is he telling the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa I knew and I realized because you are a Prophet, you will be elevated with all the Prophets. وَإِنِّي إِذَا دَخَلْتُ الْجَنَّةِ خَشَيْتُ أَلَّا أَرَاكِ And if I go to Al-Jannah, I'm afraid that I will not see you. فَلَمْ يُرُدْ عَلَيْهِ النَّبِي صلى الله عليه وسلم The Prophet did not respond to him until Jibreel came with a revelation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with the ayah that says ومن يُطِعِ اللَّهَ وَالرَّسُولَ مَعَ الَّذِينَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِمْ مِّنَ النَّبِيِّينَ والصديقين والشهداء والصالحين وحسن the response came from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I love you, the Prophet. But when you die and I die, if I enter al-Jannah, will I see you? You will be among the Nabiyeen. You will be in elevated status among the Prophets. I will be somewhere else in al-Jannah. Will I see you? The response coming from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to that man. The one who obey. The one who obeys Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the Prophet. فأولئك. Those who do that. Who follow and obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger those will be among the ones who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestowed his bounties on them And the prophets the truthful ones والشهداء, the martyrs for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and those are the best companions Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is linking the love of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa with the ta'a, with the obedience to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa to Allah and then to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa And what's the obedience? Isn't it the shahada that we see only? Or it's following the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? It is following everything, following the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. <coughs> Abu Talha, in the Battle of Uhud, when Khalid bin Walid and Ikrima ibn Abi jahal, they were able to take over. And the Prophet, وسلم, the Quraysh start went to attack and kill the Prophet, Abu Talha, a man, he's a Muslim from the Sahaba. In that incident shows his love to the Prophet, وسلم, when he was holding holding a torch and protecting the Prophet sallallahu wasallam Pro- the Prophet sallallahu wasallam in his back and he's moving, protecting the Prophet sallallahu wasallam from arrows and everything and then the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam wants to see what's going on so he tries to peek and then look at what, what Talha says Ya Nabiya Allah O the Prophet of Allah Bi-abi-anta wa-ummi Bi-abi-anta wa-ummi means I give my father and my mother for your sake I will defend you by my father and mother. I'll defend you with everything in this dunya. That's the love of our father and mother. Don't peek. So an arrow might hit you. My life, my life. I will pay my life for your life. Practical example of the love of the Prophet wasallam. It's not just word that they say. They lived it. They, they lived it and they implemented it. After the Battle of Uhud, when the Prophet ﷺ came back to Al-Madina, he passed by a woman. That woman lost in the Battle of Uhud her husband, her brother, and her father. And they, they were martyred, shuhada, for the Allah. They're coming back to Al-Medina. They gave her the news. Your father passed away. Your husband passed away. Your brother passed away. They're all shuhada. Look at her response. What happened with the Prophet? Forget my father. Forget my brother. Forget my husband. What happened to the Prophet? She lost them. She's not going to see them again. That's the love of the Prophet sallallahu What happened to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam? They said, he's in good. He's good. He wasn't hurt. She wants to affirm, take me, I want to see him. And they took her until she saw the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And when she saw him, she said, every every disaster, every issue that happens every calamity after you is nothing means if she loves the Prophet وسلم, that's the big calamity in their life is this how we love the Prophet Abu Bakr عنه, to show you the love of the Prophet وسلم, in a practical implementation of how he obeyed the Prophet sallallahu When the Prophet died, when the Prophet died, the Prophet, before his death, he prepared the army of Usama to go to Bilad al-Sham. And the army of Usama, and Usama is a young man who was in the 17, 18 years old. (coughs) And that army was supposed to go, but it was delayed because the Prophet got sick and he passed away. Now Abu Bakr is the Khalifa. He's the leader of the Muslimin. And people start reverting from Islam, al-Ridda. The Muslims, the fighters around, around Abu Bakr come and tell him, we should not be sending the army of Osama. We should stop it. We cannot. You have the Romans, and then you have the, the Arabs around us, the ones who are Murtaddin, they, go, they come and fight us. It's only, it's only Al-Medina and a small areas that are still on Islam. We're becoming weak. Look at his response, which is the ta'a, the obedience to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And Allah, he said, wallahi لَا أَحُلُّ عُقْدَةً عَقَدَهَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ Sallallahu Alaihi sallam. By Allah, I will not untie a tie that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam tied. I mean I will not reverse the command of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He commanded this will go. Anna Even if birds come and start eating us, and the wild animals from around the Medina come and start attacking us. Even if the dogs come and will be biting the legs of Ummahatul Mumineen, the wives of the Prophet I will not return an army that the Prophet is the one who declared that it has to go. Look at the words. Look at the words of Abu Bakr. Should I just be obeying him while he's alive and disobey him when he dies? Abu Bakr obeyed the Prophet ﷺ and everything. And now he's the ruler. He's taken the rulership. The Prophet ﷺ was a prophet and a leader. Now Abu Bakr is the leader. He could reverse and he said, No, we are a time of weakness. We're not gonna send that army. No, that's the love of the Prophet ﷺ. the ta'a to the Prophet. ﷺ. No, I will not do that. I obeyed him when he was alive I, I would, and I will obey him when he died. <speaking in Hebrew> So brothers and sisters, the day is the 12th, the 12th of Rabi' al awwal the day when the Prophet sallallahu was born. And just to let you know too, that day also is the day when the Prophet sallallahu migrated to al madinah That day when he migrated to al madinah to establish the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and start implementing the rules. So when the Muslims say, they will go and apply these rules. That day is the day when Abu Bakr became the Khalifa, when the Prophet وسلم, died. And the Muslims were busy in appointing a Khalifa, not burying the Prophet وسلم, right away, which is burying the death is an obligation. But they looked at it because they understand this deen. They understand this deen that the Prophet ﷺ spent his life in establishing requires to be continued by a leader. Requires to be continued. That's the ta'a to the Prophet. ﷺ, that ta'a to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that took a priority. On that day, the 12th, that took a priority until they assigned the khalifa and then they buried the Prophet. ﷺ. They understood. This deen requires a leader. This deen requires a leader to establish it, to continue it, and that was the Prophet. After his death, it's very important that you have someone who goes and leads. Someone who continues this deen. Someone who continues to take care of implementing this deen. So the ta'a now becomes to the rules and the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because the Prophet passed away. So we looked at some examples, how the sahaba implemented the love of the Prophet. ﷺ. We looked at these examples how they implemented the love of the Prophet. ﷺ. On that day when the Prophet ﷺ died, the Muslims on that day they were not looking for they had it was an issue. It was a big issue, the loss of the Prophet ﷺ. and you go and read, read in the seerah You will see the impact on every Muslim, you will see. But at the same time, that did not stop them and say, okay, where's the solution? From where we get our solution? We don't know what to do. We are looking for solutions. What's the way out? Because they had the Sunnah, they had the Quran, and they had the understanding, and they had the Ta'a to Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala and his messenger. So they knew what to do. That's why they were busy with assigning a leader, not burying the Prophet sallallahu Our situation today, it's like just one line of poetry by Arab poet. He says, It's like the ebel, the, the, the camel. In the desert, it's about to die from thirst. And water, and it's carrying water on its back. It's about to die from thirst in the desert, but it's carrying water in its back. That's our situation. We are the Ummah. We are about to die. We're going in all kinds of directions. We're going into secular ways. We're going into the, all these kinds of freedoms, into democracy and everything. But we have Islam. On our back, we have it. We carry it in our backs, but we're not looking at it when we want solutions. And then we say, we love the Prophet sallallahu alayhi نحبك يا رسول الله. But when we look for solutions, we leave the Qur'an that we have and we go and look somewhere else. We go and search for somewhere else. Oh, we love you, Rasulullah! Tomorrow. Tomorrow, you will have all kinds of love manifestations in, all over the earth. Celebrations and poetry and all of that. But when it comes to follow the command of the Prophet that you love, aren't you claiming that you love him? follow his commands! what happened? no we can't it's just words that we say it's just words that we say if we carry the commands of the Prophet and we really, we really understand what it means the love of the Prophet the love of the Prophet is obedience Obedience to him and to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's the love of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If you say that you love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then follow me, follow the Prophet, follow his path, follow his way. Don't follow the ways of others. who are, All their ideas are against the deen, who try to stop the deen of Islam. They try to stop everything. If you love the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, go and understand his deen. Go understand his Way of life. When you love someone, you go and try to please him with everything. You will be sitting and understanding his personality. Understand what pleases him, understands what angers him. Because you want to please him all the time. This is in the dunya, we do that. But when it comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his messenger, we leave it just to certain actions that we show that we love. But when it comes to the complete obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, unfortunately, in some, it doesn't exist. At the broad society, it doesn't exist. In the whole globe, it doesn't exist. So when we say that we love the Prophet, وسلم, we have to make sure that we understand that it's an obedience, it's a Ta'a. Unconditional Ta'a to the Prophet وسلم, and Allah. Unconditional Ta'a to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and the commands of Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if we focus on anything else, celebrating the birth, the mawlid, by something else other than understanding this is a ta'a that we have to do ta'a to the Prophet sallallahu then we missed the whole idea of the 12th of Rabi'ul awwal we missed that he was born as a light as a light for all of humanity we missed that he migrated on Rabi'ul awwal to establish the deen and the ahkam and the rules of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we missed all of that and we're just doing certain actions that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may reward us for it or may punish us for it ibadallah Allah amarakum biamrin tada'ib alnas wa thanna alayhi bi malaikati taqal innallaha wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala alnabi ya ayyu alladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima allahumma salli ala sayidina muhammad wa ala ali sayidina muhammad kama sallaita ala sayidina ibrahim wa ala ali sayidina ibrahim وبارك اللهم على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد كما باركت على سيدنا ابراهيم وعلى ال سيدنا ابراهيم في العالمين انك حميد مجيد اللهم انصر المسلمين بالاسلام واعز المسلمين بالاسلام واخذ المشركين اعداءك واعداء الدين انهم لا يعجزونك اللهم اغفر لنا وارحمنا وتب علينا يا رب العالمين اللهم اتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الاخره حسنه وقنا عذاب النار اللهم اغفر للمؤمنين والمؤمنات الاحياء منهم والاموات alamin 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 thank you for listening to this podcast podcasts on current events islamic guidance quran tafsir and sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment, and let us know how we can grow and